Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad and with me as always is the one, the only, the beautiful, the handsome, the unbelievable Mike Hampton. Mike, what's up? (laughs) Mike, uh, this is the first time we've done this together in a different environment. We're doing it quote unquote in the studio. Um, It's nice. Hopefully it sounds better to everybody listening. What do you think? Well, we can only hope. <laughs> we can right? only hope for the best. You're right. And we'll get uh, feedback from our listeners. Yeah, we'll get, we can always blame Baby Gabe. So we can. We can easy. Hey, you messed up on the sound. That's yeah. what it is. Um, all right. Uh, before we go any further, before we kind of talk about our guest, as always, we got to pay the bills. And how do we pay the bills with our advertisers? First up, that song you just heard is from the our favorite partner, Soundstripe.com. Now, Mike, do you remember? What soundstripe.com does. Yes. You go on there yep. and you can get music. Yes. Right. And what can you do with that music? Oh, you can use it for your rap video or your rap song or anything, right? Anything. That's right. For a low monthly fee of about 10 bucks a month, you have a giant library of licensed music that you can license for yourself to use in any video you wish to use. So if you want to make an unboxing video, go use it. If you want to make a podcast and use it as your intro, go use it. You have all these opportunities, all this music to use to make anything. And as somebody as a rapper, like we always talk about, yeah. getting beats like that is the easiest thing now. Yeah. And don't you wish you could have done that 20 years ago? I wish. Yes. Yeah, I wish I could have done a lot of things 20 years ago. <laughs> so. Well, here's something you can do now. You can save money yeah. by using promo code UNCLEDAD10. That gives you 10% off your first month subscription. And as always, we appreciate when you support our partners. Now, the second thing is if you notice, I'm a little peppy right now. Yeah, what'd you do? Oh, I'll tell you what I did. Did you go to the bathroom? <laughs> I did go to the bathroom and I to drink a raise. Oh. For some reason, I like drinking my raise in the bathroom. Well. <laughs> now, if you don't know what that is, raise energy by rep sports is our newest sponsor and we love them dearly it's basically the best energy drink on the market that's right you can get this energy drink for pretty pretty good cost too i think it's like 25 bucks for like a dozen and you can get this awesome drink and all these great flavors and they just released a new flavor strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade is amazing mike i'm gonna get ours i'm gonna give you it yeah give me a case give you a case i got you i need it yeah i'm ready yeah you're ready i'm ready i think you need it yeah let's go all right. And of course, you can save money uh, 15% off any purchase using promo code all lowercase Uncle Dad. So go support our partners, support the show. We appreciate it very much. Mike, now today's subject is very interesting. I think you are the limited, limited knowledge of it, or do you kind of know what it is or what we're about to talk about? Well, you told me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I did tell you. Yeah, you told me but, something about yes, it. Yes, but I didn't tell you full details now what we're going to be talking about is a bunch of different subjects in the in the in the matter of quantum healing now now i cannot speak for quantum healing at all because i don't know anything about quantum healing yeah but i am very excited because this uh guest of ours is not only a guest but also a friend and it's going to be exciting to talk to friends about something i don't know a lot about you don't know anything about to learn more about it we're also going to dive into some other stuff such as ayahuasca which i do know you're aware of and i think it's going to be a great conversation uh before we introduce our guest do you have anything you'd like to add sir well i mean it's just interesting how this this topic that we're going to talk about today has been introduced into this into our you know western world and um 
I'm just really excited to. And it's interesting too because on our previous episode, when, uh, was at the the summer solstice event, and we spoke to uh, and I can't remember his last name to save my life, but we spoke to Scott from One Heart Way, and he talked about Reiki energy and Reiki healing, and uh, that was kind of my first time ever bringing that up. And I would like to kind of maybe see if there's any similarities with that about what we're talking about. So be prepared because this is going to be a journey, my friend. Mm. A journey. Life is a journey. It sure is, sir. It sure is. All right, Mike. Our guest is Lonnie, and she is a quantum healing practitioner. That's right. What else? <laughs> if you could see my face, I was trying so hard not to mess that up. You did great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You had some practice. Thank you. Yeah. Lonnie, please say hello. Hi, everyone. It's Lonnie. Thanks for tuning in. I'm happy to be here. So I guess the kind of the most basic question is this, right? What is quantum healing? So there's different types of quantum healing, but the one that I do specifically is um, called integrative quantum medicine. Um, short for, or IQM is a short way to say it. Um, it's pretty much like a revolutionary method of healing and it requires no physical manipulation or contact. And it's pretty much totally painless. And I don't even need to see you or talk to you or anything. I don't even know, need to know your name. I just need to have like, I just need to know that, you know, you're you and I have permission. <laughs> Um, so it's pretty different from like Reiki. I do Reiki too, by the way. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Um, I do energy healing, crystal healing, all sorts of energies. So Reiki is one energy, right? And then quantum is another energy. But you yeah, do it all. I, I have a lot of modalities I just stumble upon. But um, quantum by far is the easiest and the fastest. Now, with you brought up Reiki. So just to understand, Reiki is not the same thing as... Totally not. Okay. Real quick, just, I know what Reiki is, but just in case our listeners don't know what Reiki is, can you just give a real brief sentence of what Reiki is? Yeah, so Reiki is um, certain levels. The first level is really just healing with, like, your hands. You'll um, get energy, not from yourself. It'll be from, like, what they call the source. And from that, you'll just, like, the heat that emanates from your hand will start, like, healing people, blockages, whatever the heck it is. And then as you go further along, you, you'll get symbols that those symbols do like different things. Like some will like um, one is to do healing, uh, distance healing. The other one's like to um, make something more strong or, you know, it's et cetera. Yeah, it's pretty cool, too. I, I think Reiki is awesome. Um, now, with, with Reiki, though, to my understanding, when you say the source, that is that's the energy of the universe. The source is whatever you feel the source may be, but for my de definition, my dictionary, it's um, what creation, all things come from. Some people may think like if you're Catholic, it'll be like God, like the God, right. not Jesus. Okay. Cause it's the Lord, supposedly, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Anyways. No, yeah. Like that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I'm born Catholic by the way. So Jesus is lamb. <laughs> Jesus is a lamb. Yeah. Or all fish. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, just so you know, we've had the Church of Satan on this show. <laughs> That's another interesting topic. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is. Um, so, uh, yeah, the source is what Catholics will say is God. For me, it's um, it's too big of a concept for humans to understand. So the source is just whatever the ground zero is for all life or energy, anything in existence, energetic matter, whatever, antimatter. Gotcha. So could you, let's say you wanted to quantum heal Mike right now. Could you do that? Yeah, I can. And it'd be like, how long would that take? It can take like a minute if I want. It depends on what it is. You can do it live on this show. Yes, that's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Me. Yeah. What do you I, think? I need help. <laughs> Clearly. 
Mike, Mike needs help for everything. So <laughs> never, never uncle dad. It's always Mike. Um, Mike, are you willing to get quantum healed right now? I'm willing. Are you willing to heal <laughs> right now? Yeah, I can. All right. Is that too much? Is that too much? Yeah. It's not a lot, but um, I pre prefer doing it at the end yeah. because quantum healing, it works on whether you allow me to do it and if you're ready for it too. Because some people are like, hey, I want to get healed. Like, I totally want to get healed. But sometimes they don't either believe in the healing. And if they do, they may not believe in me. And then on top of that, like, they may not actually want it. Like, a good situation is like, hey, you have... Um, like someone who's injured, right? Mm -hmm. Like they get like those grants from the government. Right. And like, I can heal you, right? But then like, you want to get healed, but you may not actually be ready to get healed. Because like, no, don't heal me. I want that money from the government. Right. Like, so those things will stop the healing. I want to keep my workers comp. So don't <laughs> yeah. heal me. Like that's physical healing. But what about like, emotionally? That, emotional. That is too. So in my opinion, physical is like the easiest because you'll like, it right away but like anything that's beyond that it's harder to really track because um how everything works is everything's like on the outside everything's like from energy platform and then it just goes past these layers of your body and then it finally manifests in the physical mm -hmm. yeah so the final form is easiest takeaway and then as you go back i think it's like a lot harder now if i could be honest here i kind of feel like i'm having a hard time understanding what it actually is is being healed so if i say let's say let's say right now my arm is broken yeah you could heal that yeah i can and what does that mean that my arm will heal faster well it can heal faster or it'll, it's just healed like you so you're saying in theory right my uh -huh. arm will go from broken to perfectly fine yeah Holy fuck. but but i'm not that level yet <laughs> okay and how does one become that level like, what, is, what does it take to become a, a, a quantum healing practitioner, I guess? So, like, with any doctor, it's years and years of learning and training practicing. Um, like, you can learn it quick, but you just learn, like, the very, very, like, superficial skin top layer. Um, to learn this, it's like a mixture of Eastern medicine and Western medicine. So, you have to really understand both types of um, healing modalities to be able to do really well in this field. I studied a lot of it in the past, just like just with my interests. So it's not hard for me to like gear faster, but still like it's pretty difficult. Um, if you have like an ounce of doubt, that just fucks up everything too. Okay. So let's say I'm like, uh, I'm indifferent about it. Like I don't, I don't think you're lying, but I don't, but I don't believe you either. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that I could participate then no i can still do it it's just it it's just if it's totally like open and as long as you're open and you're willing and you're yeah. ready you don't have to 100 believe me but those three things then i can work on you because there are things where i can switch to make it happen anyways gotcha. but remember like i can do whatever here but there's like a you out there like your higher self etc if it says that hey this dude's body, I'm not letting him get healed because uh, he has like all these life lessons and he needs to get this part fucked up so he can go on this path to learn like this, this, that. So is it also an understanding of like multiple dimensions of you? Yeah, it is. It's, al it's almost like to like our audience, it's almost like Spider-Man. Yeah, like multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I don't mean to sound like like but in some respects. Right? It is. Yeah. So have you ever seen a movie called Another Earth? No, I haven't. Have you heard of that movie? I'm not. <laughs> Have you heard of that movie, Mike? No. Uh, just really quickly. So Another Earth is a movie that came out, I think, like in like 10 years ago. 
and it was about what if another Earth existed, right? Uh-huh. Or another you existed. Mm-hmm. Is that the same concept of having, like, it's not a multiple dimension, it's just that's literally another Earth. Mm, that's a parallel universe, right? Or no, so parallel reality. If it's another Earth, right. then it's parallel reality. So parallel realities, it's like every, dis- it's like a, it's like a you of the past, and then it splits off into its own world. Whereas parallel universes is like a totally different universe, and you're like, you might not even be female. I mean, sorry, you might not even be your own gender, but your soul is like, that's just who you are. So there could be another Mike somewhere. There is. I believe in parallels. So there is another Mike. Mike, what would you tell your other self? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just no matter what it is? He'll know what that means. <laughs> okay. Or she, or she. We just established or she, that. Yeah, that's true. Or they. Or they. Yeah. In today's yeah. world right now. Yeah. Um, so that, that's fascinating. So then when we talk about, when we talk about like these... Um, so then all these like different universes, right? Does that also play into then you, because if I understand correctly, that is playing into the quantum. It does, but that's a different aspect. So there's like dimensions and all that stuff. Um, but now what if, what if that other dimension is like, like whatever, right? Say the fifth dimension of who mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. is evil. Mm-hmm. Would I want to help that version of me? But I wouldn't know that, right? It affects you. So you want to help whatever it is or cut it off. So how do I, how do I know that though? You have to be really good. <laughs> or I know for you. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'm just going to say, for our listeners, um, so the quantum, so is this like the quantum realm, right? So like, ex- can you explain like what that means just so like people get a sense of, of what it, what quantum means? Yeah, so it's pretty much... Like if you watched um, Marvel, okay, it's pretty much everything they're talking about, like parallel realities, dimensions, like Doctor Strange, how he's like, I saw a million worlds only, or yes. like time is whatever, only one was able to like be Thanos. It's like that, and then everything you see in Marvel really is what quantum really is. Oh, that's right. Because then with Ant-Man, he goes into the quantum yeah, realm. And he goes like all these places, and etc. That's like past, future, whatever it is, wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And so you're tapping into that realm when you, are you, cha- what are you, are you channeling? No channeling. Oh, no channeling. well, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. So uh, you don't have to channel, but I have a habit of channeling. How, okay, let me, if this is okay. How do, how do you find this in your life like you're one day you're doing whatever you're doing how does this come into your life where this is the path that you've chose to go down well i must tell you guys of an awesome place called mount shasta that's right i love mount shasta and that place is magical in many ways (laughs) or better for worse actually i would agree (laughs) okay i've actually been to mount shasta oh my god it's like is it like joshua tree because i think joshua tree is very magical it's better because Mount Shasta is actually the, I believe it's the root chakra of the earth. Ah. So maybe it's not better because I, because it's root chakra, there's many vortexes and like the people of Telos live there. So if you sit there for too long, or maybe if you're kind of, un, or if you're the lucky few, you will go through some really horrendous stuff and you'll come out like a way better person if you can get through all that horrendous stuff. I mean, I've been to Mount Shasta and experienced that seeing other people I was there with go through some crazy stuff and then myself go through 
its own my own version that wasn't so crazy, but I know what you mean. Mount Shasta is definitely like a channel of there's energy there for sure, right? Okay, so you went to Mount Shasta, and then what happened? I met people. I have like some really good friends up there. It's a really cool, like strong spiritual community, which everyone I would say definitely please go out and make it like. It's great to do shadow work. If not shadow work, then just regular healing. Um, but yeah, Wait, I was, hold on. you're gonna mention that you gotta. What is shadow work? Shadow work is that horrendous stuff I was talking about. <laughs> as long as we <laughs> clarify what that Sorry. is, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so uh, just hung out there, met people, and everyone's so sweet, so nice. Um, I've met, I've, I've gone to like the spiritual stuff and just met people. Um, met my instructor, and she does really awesome like meditation classes. And she does it online too. Um, and I really trusted her from her work. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll take your course. Let's do it. And then my girlfriend like wanted to take it too. And um, it was exciting because that was her actual, it was her first um, healing modality she learned. Um, and now she's really amazing. She, it was a short couple months and she was like freaking killing it out there. So um, that's how it came about. It was, a, it was a really great experience. It's interesting that we go through these experiences, right? Like there's always that one thing, right? That link makes you go, you know what? That's it. That's what I want to do. That's what I want. That's more my heart, my passion. It is, right? Like, you know, Mike, you used to be a gangsta gangsta, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. And then one day you became cool, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you, you find something that's your higher calling and it just speaks to you in a way where it, like a light goes off and you're like, oh, this, this is where I want to go. This is where I belong. Oh, totally. I mean, Uncle Dad's the best example of that too. It's like I wasn't. I never thought I would do this, and one day I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Not the same thing, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. But like, same same thing though, right? You you are for you, instance, you're in Mount Shasta. You you met someone there that that ended up being like an instructor or like a guide in your life. Yeah, I would say that. Were you in Panther Meadows or where where on the mountain? Well, I didn't hear that way. It was very more like, I guess you can say activity wise. So my girlfriend lives there and she's like been doing everything. She's like, you gotta come up. We gotta do this. It's so cool. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> and then I went to her meditation class and it was just like, you know, all where I am now from there. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so you met this person this person showed you this yeah. other world. And so you felt like something within you was pulled towards that. And now you're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty okay. much. It was when I saw, I was like, what? I got to do this. Anything with quantum, I got to do it. <laughs> That's and um, can we talk about what you did before that? Like trade wise? Oh yeah. Um, in terms of like my, your, per your profession, I guess, like what your, what your profession was before. Okay, so um, my professional life outside of healing is marketing. I still do that. Um, it makes me, keeps me staying creative. And I like that you, in my opinion, like uh, to be a great healer, you need to be free and clear of limitations and being creative definitely gives you that edge in the crazy professional dark life. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. It's a light life. <laughs> You'll be dark. I think especially in marketing can be dark sometimes. Yeah, everything has both ways. <laughs> yeah, everything's got its side, light side and its shadow side, right? Yeah, just like this podcast. Sometimes, you know, Mike, Mike is the dark and I'm the light. I mean, you had the Church of Satan here. Yeah, right. 
Like Mike, Mike, you're giving me that look like I'm evil right now. Using dark side. <laughs> Thank you. Like Star Wars. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Wow. Um, so, I, just to kind of tie it in really fast to what you were talking about earlier about um, Quantum Realm and Ant Man and stuff. Were you a fan of those movies always, or did that really make you go, "Holy fuck"? <laughs> no, I already knew all that, and I was just like, "Oh wow!" Now they're doing soft disclosure. I'm I'm actually surprised that they're doing Wait, soft hold on, disclosure. Wait, hold on. What is that? So, so um, in the world of evil, just kidding, um, in the world of things. Shadow? The, no, just the crazy, I would say, um, what's a better word to say this? Uh, what, say like, you know, like Illuminati and all that stuff, a cabal. Um, okay. There's just this universal rule that if you... You can't do things secretly. You have to reveal it or someone, something has to know, especially if you're doing something like a grand scale. I don't know how that is. So in a sense, there's no such thing as secrets. It gets out sooner or later. And okay. sometimes if you try to keep a secret, either one, doesn't go well in terms of nothing gets accomplished or two, shit hits the fan. Um, so for them to do certain things, like they have to do a self-disclosure, which is like all that shit, like, Marvels, um, talking about aliens and. But, so then, what is the soft disclosure then? That's soft disclosure. They're they're saying that these things exist, but they're putting it in a movie form, so you think that it doesn't exist. And like, um, if anyone talks about stuff like this, it's just like, oh, you know, it's just crazy talk. It's just it's in a movie. These things won't exist. Oh, but you're saying they do exist. Yeah. So it's ah. a soft disclosure, not hard disclosure. Hard disclosure is like when the Pentagon said like, oh yeah, UFOs exist. Here's the video. That's a hard disclosure. Soft disclosure is disguising it in a movie. Yeah. Or like entertainment, um, music, videos. But that's not you saying that there's really an Ant-Man. No. Um, no, not an Ant-Man himself, but there's probably technology out there that, you know, is true. Something like that. Wow, I would like to be Ant-Man. You know that? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He has the, what is it, 40 times his right? strength, right? Yeah, but then he gets really tired. <laughs> I'd rather be uh, Lost. I think Lost is cool. I, I like the wings. Yeah. And she goes, like, big and small, too. Okay, so, the, okay, so there's, there's other realms, which is, the, which is what quantum is, right? Like, it's... it's I, I saw this movie and other people, maybe you've seen it, What the Bleep, do we know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I heard of it, but I don't think I've ever really watched it. I haven't watched it either, but I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like this really long thing that, that breaks down quantum physics <laughs> to where it's like, I could shoot the basketball and it could go and I could swish it in. Or there's all these other versions where it, it goes left or it goes right or then... And there's all these other parallels to that. So basically, you have found a way to tap into those realms. Is that right or no? Is this what you do completely different than that? Um, I can tap into it, but I don't have to. Yeah. So I, I tap into what's relevant. So if that's relevant, then I'll tap into it. But I don't have to go deep. So I, I can sit here and be like, oh, you know... Um, you have three parallel realities that is fucking up with your arm, like, um, and then you have one universe that's really that's like even even worse, and then on top of that you have like this dimension or two dimensions, and it happened this amount of time is like messing you up. I can go like that, or I can go deeper, like, oh, why was this dimension doing, or was this parallel doing, like, 
it, how how important is it or how close is it to your reality and such etc um i don't do that though because it's just way too much work but i can um but sometimes um i do get messages like i know what's going on in those realities um but those are because like i need to know to work on you um they don't usually tell me like what's going on in those realities unless i personally want to know interesting i think um it's a lot to take in i would say right mike so you're saying that when you when you like check in with someone you're able to sense these other realms kind of other universes so to speak that this that my entity is in and that those are messed up that's messing me up in this universe so we don't really use entity by the way because okay. entity is more like a negative connotation those are like what would possess you oh yeah so you, we usually use beings so beings are more positive um okay. but but it's up to your definition my definition is when i say entities it's bad <laughs> okay but that's essentially what what it is right like yeah so it's your your soul and all these other realities okay you seem perplexed no i i'm just um it to me so when i it just it's just a thing i didn't know yeah it, it, it is interesting but can i ask you this then i don't know if you know the answer to this or not if there even is an answer but isn't my soul what makes me me right mm -hmm. but then how can my soul exist in a different universe because souls can be fractured so then is that a piece of my soul or is it actually me it's it's i guess you can say is he is it a piece of his soul no is it actually him it's actually you hmm. now you just did something can you explain what you just did so quantum healing you do it um when you first start doing it i do it no matter what anyways even if i know the answer um you do muscle testing your muscle testing is tuned to connect to the quantum or to shen which is what they call for quantum um in this practice uh, so I'll, I'll check and double, uh, see what the answer is. Okay. Yeah. And so I just asked to see which one's the answer. And then you do that just so our audience knows is that you physically grabbed your thumb. No, it's so it's like a circle a circle. And then my thumb goes through one. And then if it goes, if I break the circle, then that's a no. If I don't break the circle, that's a yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then how does that telling the muscle, the muscle, what would you say? A reflex or muscle, muscle testing? Muscle testing. Yeah. How would you say that? Like, how does it, is it because like how much strength you're holding the circle in? How does that work? No, it's really not strength. Like your body, especially since I'm tuned to like the quantum, mm -hmm. um, it'll tell me what answer that my body and that knows is true. Interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. I, I find I find it all fascinating because it's, it's so much to really think about. And it is, it is kind of questioning myself of like, hmm, maybe I made decisions or whatever, right? Or maybe I said something or, you know, whatever life choices we made, right? What it, would it be? It, did, was that me or was that because of energy that was there? Does that make sense? Not following. Like, cause you're saying, let's say in another dimension or a universe or whatever, right? That there is a evil quote unquote evil me, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And what would I be making a negative choice because of the evil me somewhere else? No. So you can think of, okay. So, I'll get back to the fracture part later, but anyways, or I guess you can say fracture, but that's that's not a good way to say it. So souls are very expansive and we're all connected to all those realities. You can say that that evil you is still you. Um, your soul is here to learn as many lessons as it can. And one of the ways is like having those parallel realities to get those experience in one lifetime that you're still here. 
Um, and it all goes up the, the chain to like your other higher souls and such yourself. Um, so you in this form made a decision to not go evil. And so you left it for another version of you to handle. And then you're handling this, this aspect of your, or of your life your, yourself. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So like Mike is a good guy. Is he? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, Mike, you, know, you got to do the muscle reflex right now. Our test is sorry. Yeah. So I guess in general, I would, I would think of myself as a good guy, but sometimes I make bad choices. Is that the bad, like another realm of me, like coming in, or is that just because I'm human and I make bad choices sometimes? All the time. <laughs> like being on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, free will. So you get to choose the course in a sense of how you want to take things. Um, you're in reality, there's actually really nothing good or bad. You kind of need all of it to balance and learn. So everything here is just a, a lesson for your soul to be better and to experience things and to grow. You don't really grow if there's something bad that happens in your life. Um, and sometimes being too good is actually bad. So mm -hmm. that's that's man. I apologize to the audience if I keep saying that. It's, it's so much for me personally to kind of really think about because I haven't really. You've never really thought about this kind of stuff. I really haven't. And um, the closest thing I probably have is that movie, Another Earth, uh, which, Alani, I recommend you see it. <laughs> I'm not a movie person. I'll try to watch it. I mean, sorry, I like movies. I'm not a TV show person. So it's a, it's a I movie. probably can watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a, but because it, 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 the, the question that I kept trying to tell you, it's like, you know, do you wonder if that other you made the same choices you made? But that's the thing in that another earth is that even you, you know, yes, that person looks exactly like you, sounds like you, but is that you? And, and that's why I think a question, right? It's like, you know, it, 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 is that really me? Because then to your point about the soul idea, right? Yeah. That person who looks like me in theory would share a piece of my soul, correct? Mm. Yeah. He has so connected then, same soul. Right. But then I would just like to ask just so we can all kind of help grasp what we're, th we're talking about here is if there's if there's different realms, so to speak, of us, how do they exist? Because like they're to most people, there's one reality. That's the one we're in. How are these other versions of us out there? So the perfect question that everyone should watch and learn is literally the show Loki. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching that right now. Spoiler warning. Except sacred timeline doesn't really exist, but for people who work with timeline, that's um, in episode one, I believe, how they introduce how timelines work, which is like this like colorful tube thing, whatever. That's how some people see it. Um, and how it branches out, that's really how it branches out, except like it's not always one main timeline, like they can be numerous and then um, you can, it, it really depends on the soul, like that main timeline can always switch. And I don't believe um, there's such thing as like those TVA stuff. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. So. Um, I don't remember that word, but I know in Loki, there's there's the main timeline and then stuff happens where these other little mini timelines split off the main timeline. And sometimes those other things that split off the timeline get back onto the main timeline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They get eliminated. So 
the, the timeline doesn't affect it. So DBA is what they call like those people who like are at rest, those variants. It's like the organization thing. Gotcha. Um, I believe there there is something like the TVA. Yeah, but so what? How? It's not negative like the TVA. Yeah, there you go. I would say usually when you're at that caliber, you're usually very neutral. Mm. Yeah. So why Marvel? Why does Marvel in particular have all these little clues, so to speak? I've actually been asking that too. Um, Can I actually interject on that one? Because when you think about comics in general, we've, they've always dealt with that idea. Uh, DC, DC Universe literally has... I don't know how well you know the DC comics, but when you think about DC comics, they think, not the movie universe, just the comic universe, you have all these different Earths, right? You have Earth 6, whatever, 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 mm-hmm. right? And those are all to the same idea of having, the, you know, that Batman over here, he's evil. And that Superman is actually the son of some guy in Russia, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that story, right? Yeah. So it's, I think comic books have always played with that idea of... Mm-hmm you know, multiple universes. I mean, obviously, as we mentioned earlier, Spider-Man into the universe, right? Or into the Spider-Verse is a great example of that. That's like really introducing the idea of different Spider-Man in this, in the same world, but different universe. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's really an answer why they did that. I mean, ultimately maybe Jack Kirby, I will use him as an example, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, maybe they were big believers in like the quantum physics and, Maybe even some part of like the Reiki energy, you know, whatever, right? Just some yeah. sort of universe idea. I mean, we can't ask either of them now, but I wonder if anybody's ever asked them that before. You know, the idea of were they believers in quantum physics and quantum healing and stuff like that? Does that mean kind of? Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm not surprised about the comic books. People are creative. These truths come out um, on a natural stream. So when you write, you're kind of like meditating sometimes. And then when you meditate, that's when you start channeling. So like these things, you tap into other aspects of yourself and these things just come out. Yes. But what puzzles me is how Disney, which I, I love Disney, by the way. I'm a huge yeah. Disney fan, but I know it's like quite evil, which like it's like a little war internally. <laughs> But um, I'm surprised that something as big as Disney is actually pushing that out and like it has the okay and all that stuff. Um, that's where I'm surprised. But I think, too, they know that those are interesting ideas, right? Like, I think they know that people are going to want to see that. Like, again, mm-hmm. I never gave a shit about Ant-Man. Really, I never did. But it introduced without Ant-Man, there is no... There is no end game, right? There is no Avengers end game. And I think that's kind of what you think about, right? It's like mm-hmm. these characters, you know, from the movies make the story push forward. I don't know if they're necessarily trying to show the world, you know, the truth, if you will. Maybe they are. I'm just saying that it could be just a coincidence, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Does that make sense what I'm saying? There's no such thing as coincidences, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike, do you have a, you have a very serious thought face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to take in. So to bring it back to healing. When, how do you use these realms to heal? So you are, in a sense, channeling into these other realms to find, to find the the troubled part, or are you are you just as you check into someone, that part kind of reveals itself to you. It reveals itself to me. So like I I don't have to tune into it specifically, but I have to go over it just in case, um, just to know if that is something that's affecting. Usually when I know it's affecting you, I can just, I don't have to get any details. details so I'll just go like, um, 
uh, strong to reality, parallel, parallel reality, and it'll say yes. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm done. If it says no, I'm like, okay, strong, switch, strong now? It's like, yeah, it's strong. Um, it's really up to me if I want to delve deeper. But if you're having like major issues over there, um, then I do have to actually delve in deeper to like break that connection or to help that connection or however it is that you in the quantum like stream that you have special to you um, needs it to go. And so when you do these healings or this type of work, can you make a living off of this type of? There is definitely people who do. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to, but um, I mean, I, I definitely would love to. Um, my goal is really just to help make the world better. I've seen like a lot more people waking up or getting more curious about spirituality, especially during like these times, right? We've been through a pretty tough, what, 18 months. So like more people are trying to find something out, like within themselves in a sense, but really kind of like outside themselves or outside themselves within whatever. Um, so they, people have been asking more for like a spiritual type of community. Um, so I started being more public about it just to provide that type of service or at least someone talk to. Um, so I do like do my um, sessions usually complimentary for like first five, 10 minutes, just because like healing is expensive and a lot of healers um, for a long time till recently, it's not easy for them to make a, a living out of it unless you're really great. Um, and so I know a lot of people who actually I know a lot of people, at least back then, when they need healing or looking for this stuff, like they don't have money to pay for services because other healers will like charge a lot because, you know, it's hard to find customers who are interested right. in that. Um, so I'm just doing the opposite. Like I offer complimentary because it makes the world better. If you're better, that's one person in like all this, you know, world being better and it brings up the collective conscious and all that stuff. So, yeah. And then I do charge after that, though, by the way, because everything's a balance. If I give, I need to be able to receive at the same time. Yeah, it, it, I always say, like, when you devote yourself to something bigger than yourself for good, and this is something that we talked about in our last episode with the beast drop cancer. It's like these people were devoting their work to helping people with cancer because that's that was their calling, and, and they're devoting part of their life to just... The greater good right and so it sounds like that's kind of what your calling is here is yeah you found a way to contribute to the greater good through this and that's that's what you're doing yeah um I, i'm one of the i feel like i'm very lucky because i do have a great um professional career that not saying healing is not professional career but regular like 3d <laughs> career life so um quote unquote not not woo woo yeah unquote, right yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so um, because I'm able to have a good standard of living, I feel like I'm in that not very precarious situation where I need to charge everyone like up to yin for everything all the time. So you had, you had mentioned that you are um, you are, you know, you practice you practice this mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. um, as a secondary. Um, is there a location that our audience can go to? Yeah. So this I can do online. Um, so. Or you know, I'm online. I can just do it on the phone. But um, and is there is there like a website you have or yeah okay it's um Booker is spelled B as in boy, O as in ocean, Q as in queen, E as in elephant, R as in rock star, <laughs> and then shop.com. Um, but yeah, um, I do have a small pop up that I'm literally open on Saturdays for walk-ins, and then Sundays it's 
um, appointments only. I have no appointment, I won't come in. But I only open like three hours on those days. Okay, so awesome. So our audience you know, can reach out to you there yeah. and see if they want to set that up. Information's uh, on the website. Awesome. So we're not done yet. I want to. I just want to throw <laughs> that in there uh, because we had brought that up. Um, but I wanted to also add into the world of spirituality that I do feel that there's something else coming into a lot of light recently. And mm-hmm. that, and when you and I have talked about it off mic, and me and Mike talked about it here and there, is the the use for ayahuasca in, mm. in spirituality. Now, ayahuasca, I feel like, is being more prominent in the mainstream world. Um, mm-hmm. You brought it up on an episode, a few episodes way back, that it was featured in uh, Batman. Um, remind me of the issue with Batman. Oh, yeah, I can't remember now, but they did. It, it seemed like he did drink some ayahuasca in the jungle. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, my God. It was, what like was, jo- it? It was a joker. Three, three, three jokers, right? But I feel like it just now in general, it's it's very part of much Western um mainstream culture it's referenced i was in petaluma today and there was a restaurant a peruvian restaurant called named ayahuasca and it <laughs> blew me away that they would do that i could not believe it i just i feel like that's like blasphemous to the to the medicine in a way yeah, yeah medicine. Totally. now mike can you explain what ayahuasca is me yes i mean i i would just say that it's a again it's a, it's a medicine from uh, an herbal medicine yeah, it's it's two, it's a root and a, another part of another plant that is mixed together and it's brewed into a tea that has been used for many years to for healing and for visions and for um, getting in getting in touch with uh, nature in a deeper way. I mean, those are kind of my experiences with it. I I, I would be. Um, I don't know. I, I I try to speak about it in a humble way, just because my experience is obviously different than many experiences. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, that I don't know. That's my experience with it. But so, what is if we can you and I talk, mm-hmm. um, Mike? We'll get to your experience a little later. Um, but ayahuasca does it go hand in hand with quantum quantum healing? First off, all healing goes hand in hand together. <laughs> But, but ayahuasca isn't necessarily healing, right? Mm, it is healing. It is it's healing. Medicine, right? Sure. Mm, but, you know, it's a substance, whereas this is more energetic in a sense. Okay. So, but then you would say that you, could you, not necessarily you, but could you, let's say Mike was like, I'm going to take some ayahuasca right now. and do yeah, I would say you better see me after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it could be, I could see you after to kind of help like bring in. Because you get pretty far, you can get pretty expansive in, in that world. And so if I saw you after it, you might help like package it back, package me back up before I go out into the world. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people from what I've heard um, who have done ayahuasca and they haven't been able to get back into the body for like, like a year or more after. So I would say <clears throat> not everyone, but... It's ideal to get some kind of regular non like plant-based medicine um to get yourself back in order I-, I would say do some kind of sound healing or any energetic healing to get yourself back that's okay so so on on a table here if i'm honest i have never done ayahuasca um i've been interested in it um we talked about it actually at the last event we did and uh, he felt that it'd be positive for me to try it hopefully help with some things and so 
when you do ayahuasca, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that it should usually be a positive experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> but but what you get from it is positive after all of it. Okay. Um, now, can we? Do you mind if I ask you what your experience was? My experience is way. My opinion from what my group and other groups I've been to, not that I've done ayahuasca more than once, but I um, have been in other sessions to, I don't know, just to hang out, assist, I guess, um, in a sense. But um, from my stories, from my story, the stories I've heard and mine, it's quite different. Like, not even, I'm sure, like, in a huge picture, if you really want to go through, like, three layers and that, like, do deep analysis, there's similarities i'm sure but right from get-go mine was vastly different yeah <laughs> okay mike um let's talk about your experience with ayahuasca if we can mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to go in details obviously what everything you saw <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah i mean i think sometimes when you get into the details of it it kind of dilutes sure dilutes it anyway and you know it's not like you sit with ayahuasca and then it just heals you because you sat in a ceremony and saw some stuff. It kind of is the door that you walk through. And then what you do with what you learn through that experience is kind of where the healing really comes from. Because you can go, it's the same thing as like going to a therapist. You can do years and years and years of therapy. But if you're not applying what you learned in that room with the therapist in your real life, you're just wasting your time and your money and your life, right? So... I think I would say I sat with ayahuasca for many times, not really knowing what I was doing, just kind of aimlessly going through wherever the journey took me. And then the next day trying to figure it out and then started to, to be a little more familiar with it and go into it with some intention. So does your comment still stand that I should try it? I, yeah, I think so. I think it'd be beneficial for you. I think, I think most people could uh, benefit from it. But I do think, Lonnie, to, to go back to what you're saying is sometimes you go through these intense situations and then it's over and then you just go back to work the next day. And you're like, I feel like I'm a completely different person. I just saw myself as an old man in a truck and then I died. And now I'm supposed to go back to work and say next in line. How do I integrate this into my regular life? How do I feel like I'm back here, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with my life now. So I think that's a piece that's often missing. And, and some, sometimes you can sit with people and there is some integration after, but like further integration and knowing what to do. And like, but maybe what you're talking about is like, there's another realm where you like, where you can help put things back in its proper place mm-hmm. in its right place. Like the radio hit song, you know, and then. And then go back into the world, right? Is that making sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I, I definitely, definitely recommend getting another session after just to help pick up pieces. Uh, like, so I don't mind sharing my experience because my experience is probably not what most people are going to go through, and it was nothing personal. Um, so first off, ayahuasca took a really long time to hit me. Although I got mine last, but um. And what and what way did you take it? You took it as as a shot. Okay. Yeah, I only took one shot though. Um, but I got my shot last. I got my shot last, but the difference between the time that the first person got and when I got was just five minutes. However, I took a really long time for it to hit me, and I was going to take number two, 
but every time like they asked for one number two i i would like i wouldn't hear it and i'll get up like someone asked for number two should i get number two and that's like twice i'm like oh fuck i miss it every time so i guess i'm not supposed to take it so i was just sitting there waiting for it to hit and everyone around me is like starting to puke or whatever i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> i'm still here sounds, sounds terrifying if i can be honest <laughs> <laughs> But you're happy to puke though. Like honestly, when you puke, you feel like you're getting rid of all that bad shit in your body. Like, like say, like years of piled up trauma just like literally comes out in puke form. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about it like that because you can you can treat that. Uh, I, I guess in that moment, right? It could be like that's my whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. The baggage, if you will, getting let go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, my girlfriend, who's the re- the main re- main reason why I did this is because um. My girlfriend that I'm close to, her and her boyfriend were um, one of the assistants there, and they did like um, sound healing and drumming and everything during the ceremony. So it was really amazing to have that. Excuse me, have that like. Oh my gosh, I'm so like burpy right now. I'm really seeing. That's okay. <laughs> Uncle Dad burped earlier, so that's good. <laughs> you know, Mike has to join that party soon, so we'll see. <laughs> so um, I did, I did that with them because I trust them. I'm in like. I'm like in great hands. Mind you, like, I think I've at that moment in my life, I probably only done like drugs twice. My second drug was ayahuasca. My first drug or sorry, medicine slash drug. I was actually going to correct you because I was like, you can't say that it's medicine and then call it a drug. <laughs> well, well, um, for people who would consider as that, you know, all together. Sure. But, then, but this group doesn't. So yeah. I, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. So in just in terms of everything, like I've never touched any plant medicine before um until like literally three months before three months i think yeah three months before almost three four months before i did ayahuasca i did shrooms for the first time in life and then and that was a crazy experience too um and then ayahuasca was second and they're like what the fuck lonnie this is like not this is like a little bit out of order you should not dive so deep yeah so it took a while to hit me and then i do because my girlfriend trusted her and her boyfriend and let me tell you like doing ayahuasca with sound healing it like made my life so much better like during this the whole entire trip um so when it started first started hitting me like i saw her face like transform to like a feline thing i started seeing like sacred geometry like on her face and like in the sky on trees i'm like what the fuck that sounds amazing (laughs) that sounds pretty amazing if i'm honest but it's really trippy because i'm like oh my god i can't turn this off (laughs) i'm just seeing it i mean i think it's beautiful though but like, it just, like, it literally just, like, snapped like that. Like, it wasn't even gradual. Like, I saw nothing happened, and then, boom, everything happened. Um, so I was like, uh, I'm feeling it now. I'm, I'm going to lay down. <laughs> like, okay. Um, then when I closed my eyes, it just got, it got worse. I couldn't, I couldn't decide, like, if I want to keep my eyes open and see all that stuff that my mind couldn't really comprehend or close my eyes and know that, like, this is not, like, 3D world that I know. But then when I closed my eyes, it was like freaking hell too. Um, I saw so much like um, Egyptian stuff, actually. It's very crazy. Um, I literally hated the experience when I first started. I wanted to kill myself. (laughs) I like went suicidal in my mind. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, um, because there was literally no escape. Like no escape. You open your eyes, you see crazy. You close your eyes, you see even like more crazy stuff because you know like there's nothing actually impairing the visuals um like it was it was so much like sacred geometry so much 
if not sacred geometry, it was like so much sym symmetry and like um, all these like these grids and numbers and like colors and sphinx and it was crazy. And it was just like moving all geometrically and it was just like so much. Um, when I first went in, though, I was in this like dark, dark, dark space. It was like if you imagine like the moon, how it's like grayish dark and then the sky, right? But it's like black. But imagine there's like no stars, just fucking pitch black. You're on that barren land, just by yourself. And like, there's shit out there that like, you know, is a bad spot, right? But then like, it's so fucked up. Um, like in the sky, I would see like hieroglyphic signs of like, that can tell us like um, Isis, Horus, and like all these other gods and like, the sacred geometry that you know is usually good for like flower of life and all that stuff, but I guess in this case it's probably Daisy of Doom. And then um like these numbers that you know numerically is like good for your like three through three, whatever the fuck. Um and I was and it was like in nice bright colors in the pitch black, whatever the hell it is out there. And like I can tell that it wanted me to like worship it, right? Because like, hey, we're colorful, we're here writing up the sky, you know us, we're like gods and you know these numbers, blah blah blah. Like work with us we'll save you and i'm like no fuck you like this is not what it is like this does not feel right like first of all this is not the right color tint <laughs> and like all these other things like you're not supposed to feel this way and like as a healer and like i'm a very lucid dreamer so it's not the first situation i've dealt with like demonic stuff and everything um so really quickly if i can just ask you really fast were you a healer at that time yeah okay you were i've been i've been like in this world for like at least dec a decade okay yeah um so like, yeah, obviously I have like whatever I'm equipped with to do whatever I want to do, but I did everything in the book, like put a certain like sovereignty and called on whatever I usually need help with. And, you know, all the healing stuff I usually have at that time, though, I did not have quantum healing, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, all that stuff and nothing happens, like nothing worked. I was just stuck there and like I refused to bow down. I just like kept on treading, like walking, walking, walking. I was like, there's a fucking way out. You're never really trapped. And I was like, but how the fuck do I get out of here? And then um, when I'm lucky, like from that barren land, I'll go into this uh, visual of like gold and like you'll have those sphinxes and these like it'll go kind of like a chevron shape that's moving. Um, and in that chevron shape, there's like little like Egyptian hieroglyphic type of people just like dancing or something. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> just like, yeah. And then the sphinx. Well, yeah. So like when I'm lucky, I get that because that's like more peaceful, but still it feels like very dark. Not as dark, but. Like from what I'm used to, my regular life, it's like dark. Um, but finally, like after all that fucking hell and seeing other people like just suffering that world too, like I finally broke out and like I saw like the light and it was like all pretty and dandy out there. Um, and then that's when I was like, holy shit, like I didn't have to go through that. Like, why the fuck was I there? Like, no one has to go through that. And I realized that was like the matrix that like all this fuck shit creates for people to stay trapped on earth and feel hopeless and helpless and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, uh, were they just showing me that because like, um, I have like a mission or something like, like I want help. So then I just did that fucking deadly cycle six times. So I was like, you know what? I won't go back because I, I need to break this matrix. Um, but I decided that I need to go back in. Cause someone was telling me like, you need to come back. You need to come back. Not, not besides myself. Like I was calling that I need to come back in. Um, and that this is, if I don't do it, then this is never going to happen again. Right. So I went back in and like every time, like it was just like a vicious battle, of like breaking down the matrix. Um, 
and I did it six times. And we were like, every time I get out, I'm like, oh my God, this is so pretty. Like, I did such a great job, but you know, more people, like, it's still there and like, I need to bring it on more. It just sounds like it's a very involved experience then, right? Yeah. And now, Mike, would you kind of, I mean, obviously your experience isn't the same, but would you say your experience is very really like, like you went through tribulation like that? Yeah. Like I was saying, there's, there's definitely, you know, my first few times sitting with the medicine, I didn't know what I was looking at. It, there was a, there was some, a shaman who was leading the ceremony and depending on the songs he was singing would definitely dictate the visions I was seeing and also where I was at in life, you know? Um, and I did find myself like fighting a lot when I would see certain things that were just overwhelming and body sensations. And, and what I always learned was what I eventually learned was just to surrender to what was happening and then let that move. Because whatever that was that I was fighting is probably something that I'm fighting with myself in my daily life when I'm not under the influence of a medicine or, you know, a psychedelic, right? So surrendering to that, letting that move through me, I think helped that in my regular walk in life, you know, similar type of thing. Trying to make sense of all the visuals that I was seeing, I think is like kind of a waste you know, because most of it doesn't, I don't know if it really means all that much. You know, I think some of it's just your imagination mixed with what's being, the sounds you're hearing, where you're at, and also who's in the room when you're, when you're doing it. Because you're not just dealing with your, yourself, you're dealing with all these other people mm -hmm. and what they bring. Yeah, I agree with you that, like, it's a group experience. And, like, your experience with the group dictates how you feel, too. Which was so i so um my experience like breaking the matrixes right like it was that consistently and i did a good job by the way you guys you're welcome just kidding <laughs> um but what i did learn when i told you guys I, I literally wanted to kill myself um like i wanted to tell my friend that just fucking shoot me in the head i don't want to say more um it was just that brutal like i've never experienced so much you know not having control which is a big thing for my life um and like you said like when i accepted that even so the reason why i didn't kill myself by the way is because um i want to come because you don't escape like if i open my eyes i see crazy shit if i close my eyes I see crazy shit so i felt like this is what what it is when you die like your soul is just there so even if i kill myself i'm probably gonna be fucking this hearted place anyways so i'm not gonna kill myself i'm gonna wait for this to be over so when that happened like everything just started sucking like the story blah 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 um, so then after everything, like we, when you do ayahuasca, there's a closing ceremony, right? And everyone shares the stories. I was, everyone's story was so crazy. And I just realized I was absorbing everyone's like dark stuff. And like, I gotta tell you, it was like, it was like a lot of crazy trauma, like things that I feel like people should, um, like things that happened to them, like, like. All the crazy stuff we see, like, on TV, like, some of the people were, and they were, like, victims of some really crazy shit. I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, like you said, I, I totally agree with everything you said. So, so then, how did you relate your, your, your quantum healing after, once you brought the quantum healing into your life, did you recall your experience with, with ayahuasca and, like, bridge them together? And how was that? Um, I got that I shouldn't do ayahuasca again. It's... So you guys, that's the positive side of that, right? What, sorry, the negative side of ayahuasca is it is a vine. 
energetically vines are intrusive and they're very clingy. Um, I mean, they're, everything has a good side and negative side, right? But after that one experience, I am now on the negative side of ayahuasca. So if I do it again, it's negative for me. And I've tested it out. Like I did rape with ayahuasca in it and I was told to not touch ayahuasca again. I felt like the worst shit ever. Like after ayahuasca rape, I, I just don't want to do any plant medicine and then anymore. Just for our audience, what is that? Rape is like this tobacco snuff of like some tobacco and plant stuff like ayahuasca being other other leaves, vines, whatever it is, tree bark. Um, it's really some it's some powerful stuff too. Um, yeah, I recommend it. Have you tried that, Mike? Yes. <laughs> have, have you really? Yes. Man, did you? What have you not done? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh. Yeah, that's what, that's that's, that's going to be episode 100 where we have Mike do all the drugs. <laughs> Continue, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, so after after that experience, and the person who told me that was actually the person I'm taking quantum healing from. So um, I was like, let me, like, I got to learn how to purge this. And, um, you know, like, I, I, I took it as if, like, plant medicine right now is actually more harmful to me than good. And if I... Somehow I'll get into it again and I can't get myself uh, aligned, then I definitely want to do it because after ayahuasca, I actually, I actually had a lot of um, entities and demons and stuff attached to me. Because um, when you do ayahuasca, you're really open, you're very vulnerable. And like, I didn't like that experience though. Um, and I do, I got rid of it pretty quick once I realized it. But like, if I had quantum, I could have just done that checklist right away right after. And at least it'd be easy and fast. So, and this is probably like a whole subject or something else for a different episode. And um, I just had to ask you, when we talk about demons and entities and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. You you always hear about these exorcisms and whatnot, right? Uh-huh. D- just demonic things, right? Like when we talk about like, you know, in, in popular media, you have the Warrens dealing with these, these, you know, I don't know if you know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are, but they have a whole huge movie franchise called The Conjuring. Oh, I don't watch stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> But the thing, but the thing is, though, it's based on real people who have uh-huh. worked on these things for years, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, the reason why I bring all that up is that would you say that quantum healing could actually help that? Yes, it can. But there's practitioners who will not do it, even if they can do it. Okay, so Ed and Lorraine, Lauren, Warren, call you. You're gonna say nope. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, but I, I did get the message that I should do these things, but. Okay. I don't want to, right? At least not right now. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure, Mike. If you had the ability to do that, would you? I mean, I'd help people. Demonic people. Well. <laughs> well, you can get a hit movie franchise out of it, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely I've seen people that uh, sat in ceremony situations and had demonic, if you will, entities trying to kill them for years and had to do a lot of work to get rid of that and and so i don't know like it it is it's a scary realm it is it's it's it you can get attached to a lot of stuff yeah and it's not like just for play and it sounds crazy like if you're listening to this and you've never done any of these kind of this kind of work it sounds we sound crazy Hmm. we're not crazy yeah we're not (laughs) there's a difference you guys (laughs) well one of us might be but (laughs) right but um I mean, I've seen stuff from people who who have gone through through way more than I have, and and you have to be careful. You do, and you know, if it sounds crazy, then what can I say? But but I think sometimes 
these things because they sound crazy it doesn't mean that they're wrong right it just thinks it just like that's different that's all it is no it's a different culture it's a different type of you know the american culture is very like very close-minded very based on like you know black and white and, and and science and church and consumerism and, and entertainment and war and money. So they're not thinking about entities and spirituality in the ways that a lot of other cultures that have been around way longer than American culture has been around. Yeah. Okay. Let me backtrack, by the way, I have worked on entities and demons of that, but not like conjuring level. <laughs> we'll have to say that for a different episode because that's going to be like, that's a very involved episode. I feel because <laughs> it, it's actually not It's like, Unless you're sensitive, you won't know. I'm not saying with you, but I think like oh, what yeah. we can talk about because so I'm a big horror fan, and we've talked about this no. on the show. I love horror movies. Like I, I bleed horror movies. I love horror movies. Oh my gosh. Uh, which is fun. Which is which is me. I just like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But it's nothing. It's no. There's no like negative reason for it. I just love. I, but I love shitty horror movies. Let's make that very clear. I love oh, shitty. I can stand that. B movies. You know. Shout out to Joe Bob Briggs. Like I love shit like that. Like <laughs> I just love shit shit. But anyways. Uh, before we wrap up, we had mentioned that we were going to heal Mike. Okay. Can we heal Mike now? Yeah, we can. But Mike, what do you want to get healed on? Mental, emotional, spiritual. Oh, emotional. Nothing physical, right? Mm. He, he does have that bad knee, I thought. Yeah, but that that's... I went to physical therapy for that. Thank you, Uncle Dad, for bringing that up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get one in, man. I gotta get one in. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start. Oh, so Mike, you want to start? You want to help your emotions, right? Yes. Um, what kind of emotions do you want to work on, though? Like, what what is it? Insecurities? Mm, I don't know. Loss. Loss. Um. Yeah, I've just lost some uh, people in my life that I have had a hard time letting go of. I feel like. Yeah, that's cool. School. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna start with close your eyes, breathe in deep, and then with your next breaths. Give permission to release all tension, chaos that's all around you, inside you, and release to Mother Earth. And then we call upon the powerful I Am. And then we're also going to call upon St. Germain and the Violet Flame to come all around us, come inside of us to help release and let go of things that no longer serves us and help us heal and transform. We also call upon Archangel Michael protect us in this space we call upon our spirit guides ascended masters our healing team and all light ones who like to be here to assist us we also call upon shen and the quantum conscious to be here and help us with our deepest healing and empowerment and we know we know we know that healing happens on every level all the time so i'm not going to say everything that i'm going to say because we're on short time so i'm just going to go breeze right through it and maybe I'll tell you why I catch up after. It makes you feel re re pretty relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why I did, if you're curious. Yeah. So, one of the things that got you was dogma. Dogma is an element that's off the flow of your life force. It's a system, a belief system that creates blockages. Um, it can be like religious, religious, political, racial, intellectual, spiritual, social. Um, a couple of things. And these also build into matrix. Like this collective negative funk. Like you, when you plug into the matrix, like I'm plugged into the COVID matrix, right? And so with that dogma, it led you to a couple of matrices. You had like four negative matrices, but your positive matrices are pretty good. So that's great news. <laughs> that's good. One is feminism. 
I'm not sure exactly why, because I didn't check in to know why that's an issue. Um, vigilantism. Vigilante? Yeah. So that's a negative thing that's playing into your life. Oh, so you, are you like Batman on the weekends or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the secret's out. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiety is another one that's really, that you're connected to. That's pretty bad. And then I believe it was arrogance. That he has arrogance? Ooh, me? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, was, was it arrogance? Yeah. Was it worry? No. I don't know. Some, some form of arrogance. Arrogance. I would never got that to be honest. That sounds like me, not you. But, but remember, <laughs> this is only in the aspect of your problem. It's not like you in entirety uh, or anything. It's just oh, so it is me. that problem. That's the problem to you. <laughs> You're my problem. So whatever is contributing to loss, these are things I'm reading off on. So it's not like saying sure. you're arrogant. Mm. But I mean, you can say that. It's fine. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I, I do already. I'll support you. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, like you have triggers. Um, triggers are from what? So what, like what triggers you would be? It's kind of weird, but something with arsenic. With arsenic? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. we are definitely going over time. But I have to tell you, that was very interesting to watch. Uh, you seemed very much in it, and uh, Mike, and uh, hopefully that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, you seemed very in it as well. And I've, never, <laughs> I've never seen something like that before. So uh, we're not a video podcast, but if we were, that'd be something very interesting to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, interesting. And... Um, to be honest with you, this whole conversation has been very interesting. Yeah. This has definitely been one of our most thought-provoking episodes, I think, and which is good. I think we need to always challenge what we, what we think about, and you know, it's not like you're saying, "Oh, the, the you know, you believe me or not." You're just saying that's how you feel about yeah. the situation, and that's it. Everyone has a totally different reality, and my reality is not any better than the next person. Uh, absolutely, uh, Mike. Uh, before I close it out, do you have any last? Many words. Ooh, let me know how you feel though. You know, it's interesting because I did feel hot for a minute there. Oh. Like I got hot. Like I, I, I felt the heat coming off of me, and then I kind of cooled off. I have to sit in my car and think about this. <laughs> um, as always, uh, I just want to say thank you, Mike, for being part of it. Thank you, uh, Baby Gabe. Thank you for editing the audio as always, and of course, our lovely guest, Lonnie, the quantum healing practitioner. <laughs> Thank you again for coming on the show and really kind of giving us um, a very different perspective on things and mm. opening our minds and hopefully not just ours, but also our audience. So thank you for being our first, I guess, spiritual type guest, right? <laughs> Is that fair to say, Mike? Spiritual type. Uh, Lonnie, do you have an, uh, any social media accounts for the healing or no? I would love it if someone wants to make it for me, but <laughs> who, who wouldn't? <laughs> I I have I'm trying I'm grappling with social media. I honestly feel like ninety percent, or I'm being nice, but I think it's like ninety eight percent of people on social media in terms of spirituality, they're not the most positive. Um, sure. I try to stay off, but if you guys want to make one for me, feel free. I'll I'll have one one day if not. And I just want to throw this out there real fast to connect it to our last episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had a guy named Scott, and I can't remember his last name, but he was the founder of an organization called One Heart Way, One oh. Heart Way, okay. and he specializes specializes in Reiki healing Oh, cool! Um, for um, cancer patients and other medical. Uh, if you get a chance to look him up, I would love to actually have, I'm sure he would love to come on the show. He's a very, 
very cool guy. I think it would be awesome to have you on the show and him on the show. Oh, yeah. And make it like an open table one day. I don't know. What do you think, Mike, Larry? Yeah, it'd be great to hear them compare notes. But yes, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Lonnie. And uh, But before you guys do, I'd like to say thank you so much for having me on the show. And I hope you guys continue on and everyone else tune in <laughs> thank you thank great you. stuff to come thank you i appreciate that and remember guys i'm not your uncle i'm not your dad i'm just someone to talk to you take care oh nice <laughs>